Welcome to Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute where we visit Jurassic World one minute a minute. Yeah. Welcome to Jurassic World Minute where we visit Jurassic World one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And on this episode we're discussing Minute 95 of Jurassic World. You figure after all this time I'd get it right. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, heading over to Jurassic-Pedia.com. We've got an article up here, one, a little bit of an older one. Um, on the InGen Harvesters, uh, the group of hunters hired by InGen. And I've wanted to talk about this as a little bit of a comparison uh, of what we got in the Lost World and what we're about to get here. Uh, the capability of the soldiers, their effectiveness, and the fact that they actually fire their weapons <laughs> in uh, in this, and maybe just the difference uh, directors make, Spielberg compared to Colin. Uh, already this film we've seen a lot more human on dinosaur violence, uh, if you would call it that, weaponry uh Animals being fired upon. The Indominus has been shot. She's taken a lot of bullets, but uh, still going strong and isn't really showing a lot of signs uh, wound-wise. But when you compare it to the group of hunters in the Lost World, Dave, it's not much of a comparison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This was an article I actually went through and rewrote, and you'll see among the list of vehicles they use, the Mercedes... We brought that up a couple of minutes ago, and I went back and did, in fact, finally update our Mercedes article. So it does have the Lost World and Jurassic World Mercedes differentiated now. Oh, it does too. Very nice. A couple of new photos. Oh, yeah, ambulance unit. I shouldn't have gone and do that. I'm reading that article. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I can't recall if we mentioned during the minutes for the Lost World when we are covering uh, the engine hunters there, whether they were actual hired mercenaries, soldiers. Uh, we know a lot of them are carrying weapons, whether they are good with their weapons or if they'll just uh, muscle for hire. We know mm-hmm. um, Malcolm refers to them as Marlboro men. Whether they <laughs> whether they are actual hunters, because, again, in that, in that film... The only time we see them firing their weapons is up in the air when they're being chased by a Tyrannosaur or, uh, again, up in the air when they're being attacked by the Raptors if we don't actually get any uh, weapon fire at animals in the Lost World, except for tranquilizer darts. Yeah, this was actually, and you can see reflected in the URL, 
that it was originally named Indian Hunters. I renamed the article to Harvesters yeah. to reflect that ambiguity of them not actually hunting the animals in a literal sense, but they're actually harvesting them for use in Jurassic Park San Diego. Yeah. And since the team seemed to be the Indian Harvest operation, that's I felt that Harvesters was a more appropriate name for them. Yeah, yeah, no, good call. And as you said down the bottom of the article too, you got a list of uh, all the vehicles they use there and links to articles for them as well, so uh, nice work. So yeah, head over to Jurassic-pedia for that article and uh, many more. Good read, good read. We know that she is in Sector 5. This is a game we call hide-and-seek. It's a scent drill. We've done it about a thousand times with these animals. When they get on target, and they will get on target, wait to engage. Velociraptors are pack hunters. They like to herd the animal into a kill zone. That's when we take our shot. Get a clear shot, wait on my command, and give her everything you got. We got one good target, gentlemen. Do not shoot my raptors. Please. Dave, reading into Minute 95. Yeah. All right. Minute 95, Jurassic World opens with the reel that the Indominus is part raptor and ends with a raptor jump scare. As we end in minute 94, the Indominus was uh, communicating with the Raptors, uh, leading them to abandon their mission and turn on their masters. As we open on 95, we get the POV <laughs> from the pack as uh, everyone's watching on from behind that log. And we get Owen slowly rise <laughs> in that oh shit moment. He um, he sees exactly what's going on here. And again, just the fact that he's brought the Raptors on onto the Indominus here and now they're all turned and looking at them. It's, uh, it's not a good <laughs> position to be in. <laughs> no. You, you should preferably be on the other end of those teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one little nitpick with this uh, camera feed of all four animals looking straight at Owen. Uh, the cameras on the raptor's head would be more fish-eyed, showing a lot more... Um, a lot more of the area, and that and these here seem to be zoomed in on Owen specifically, which gets across the fact that, yeah, they're looking at Owen, their former alpha, uh, and wanting to go after him, but it's not what the camera would actually be showing from those uh, head-mounted cameras. No, you're right. That you're... And the other thing that kind of bothers me is that the humans have reflective eyes where humans don't actually have that in their eyeball, I can't remember what it's called, but like the cat eye effect where you shine a light and the eyes glow. Humans don't have that built into their eyeballs, so their eyeballs wouldn't glow. <laughs> no, that only comes across from camera flashes, and again, here, there'd have to be a light source uh, mm-hmm. with the raptors if they had a little torch on the opposite side of the head to the camera or something, they might they might get that red eye glow as uh, you used to get in old camera photography and that. Mm-hmm. Which must be, well, that must have been just film. I can't recall now if you take a photo of someone with your iPhone or whatever else, if that's if that's a thing anymore. I don't even think it is. Funny enough, though, I uh, red eye reduction yeah is still like a common feature on most photo editing. Yeah, strange. <laughs> uh, we um. We get back to Hoskins asking what's taken them so long, and then yells, light it up over the radio. And one of the engine soldiers yells, engage. And that's when 
That's when we get all the weapons fire. All everyone opening fire on the Indominus. It turns and runs out of the clearing, but uh, after taking some some fire, and they all just keep on shooting in the direction she's <laughs> running away. And as she flees, we get uh, one of the soldiers fire a rocket launcher and it explodes next to her, sending her to the ground roaring, um, and a tree exploding next to her, which probably should have done some damage and maybe blown off a leg <laughs> just from the impact <laughs> and how close how close that explosion is. At least send some shrapnel into the leg or something. So, uh, that was actually more in the old shit days of wooden ships and cannonballs. The thing that killed the most sailors wasn't the cannonball itself, but the splintered wood as the cannonball wrecked through the hull. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a common misconception with grenades. When grenades go off, you get thrown through the air and it's the, the damage of the, like, the impact uh, that kills you, but a lot of grenades have fragmentation, whether it's ball bearings or that sort of thing. Same with mortar, uh, not mortars, um, uh, shit. Shells? Nah, face away, face towards animal. Claymores. Claymores are the same, oh. where they've got <laughs> different sized ball bearings in them that actually, um, they're firing de- debris or firing a lot smaller things to you because that's going to cause more damage than one one boom, but... Mm-hmm. We do sort of get a little bit of the effect here with the Indominus because as she slowly gets up, she sort of shakes mm-hmm. it off as if, uh, what the what the hell was that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's not the blast that gets you. Like you said, it's the shrapnel. Yeah. And as Owen said earlier, she's seeing all this from the first time. <laughs> she's already been <laughs> fired at by the minigun from the helicopter. Uh, and now she, mm-hmm. this tree just exploded right next to her. Oh, I mean, not just right next to her. I mean, she's bl- th- clearly thrown over by the blast. Mm. It could have easily taken off a leg, like well, you said. But especially an animal that size, to get her blown off her feet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, once she gets up and starts running away, everyone opens fire on her, even though she's clearly sort of starting to get out of range of them, uh, especially Owen. Uh, I'm buried. It's got the pump action shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> As she runs off, we get uh, Owen firing a couple of shots off from his Marlin. And yeah, beside him, Barry's got that pump-action shotgun. He might be using solids or deer slugs or something, but uh, that seems very underpowered for, for, for going after the Indominus. Yeah. I'd, I'd want something with a bit more kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want the rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Owen moves forward, yelling, watch your six. Raptor's got a new alpha in that uh, southern drawer of his that he's putting on for this film. We mentioned it last week, That's uh, uh, last minute, that's what the uh, the Raptors were doing. When they looked back at him, they'd taken on the Indominus as their new alpha, and, uh, mm-hmm. and he knew it, watching them. But we, they all moved forward uh, as one through the burning jungle, as the effects of the rocket are <laughs> still seen. <laughs> it's, I, love, I love how green jungles able to burn like this when uh, <laughs> when yes the tree exploded but there was no propellant well there would have been in the scene but again that's not how rockets or explosions happen there's no I was going to say as far as I was aware I don't I didn't think there was an incendiary <laughs> <laughs> no no and it's sort of creepy here too you can hear the raptors off in the distance uh, hear their noises so you know mm-hmm. they're there he's sort of after the Indominus again but in the back of their mind We've got four raptors to contend with as well. <laughs> we get a nice little shot of the group moving um, forward in a circle. Uh, those red laser pointers sort of showing that they're looking in all directions. 
love him or hate him, it is sort of setting up the geography of the, the scene here. We've got people looking forward, forward backwards, as Owen said. They're, they're sort of covering all, all angles. And as the minute ends, we get a flash of a raptor run past uh, one of the soldiers in the group in the background. So one of those little raptor jump scares, much like we had in, uh, in Jurassic Park 3 after the crew leave the lobby of the embryonics building. We get that raptor... Mm-hmm. So we know we know from this they're they're being hunted, <laughs> and we can't make it to the shit if we run. Just remember, you are alive when they start to eat you. <laughs> yeah, much like the the hunters, the ingest engine harvest hunters, we got a um a large amount of uh, bodies here to have an effective mm-hmm. effective hunting scene over these next few minutes. But uh, we won't get to that until minute 96, where some men start to die, and we lose a raptor via explosion. (laughs) Fun fact, but the raptors actually, in this scene, rack up the largest amount of kills in any Jurassic Park movie. Mm. Well, it's only again, it's only four or five uh, soldiers that run out into the grass. They're the only deaths there. Although we sort of, it's alluded to that maybe there might, not, might be a lot more deaths that happen that we don't see on screen. But, mm-hmm. well, mainly because in the previous trilogy, we've only had that small, small cast. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Muldoon goes in the first movie, although in the novel we know we lose Henry, we lose, or well, Harding gets attacked but survives. We lose, uh, not Muldoon in that, so. We get a couple of different attacks there. Uh, in the novel, we lose Eddie uh, with raptors instead of the Rex there. Film, harvest leaders, hardest, harder there. The InGen crew. And then back in Jurassic Park 3, I've only got a very small cast again use, and lose Udesky to the raptors. So it's about time they have a good count. <laughs> <laughs> Considering this is the last time we have more than one raptor on the scene too, so mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom, we're, uh, we're not going to get it. And as far as we know, in Dominion, we've still only got blue, so they're about to have some fun anyway. Anything <laughs> um, else on 95 before we get to some novel comparisons? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right, uh, not a lot here to add. Uh, as the Raptors stand by the Indominus' side, the soldiers just open fire and aren't told to by Hoskins. <laughs> that Just that's, that view, that uh, shot of them turning to uh, stand beside the, uh, the Indominus is enough to get the soldiers to open up. This is it. We're not going to get another chance. Um, some of the rams impact the animal, but most bounce off its bony plates, which was, we don't really get a lot in the film. We just see her taking fire. Mm-hmm. I suppose you're not going to show sparks of ricochets of the bullets bouncing <laughs> off her. But... Well, there's nothing the spark. I mean, it's... Yeah, bone. yeah. Yeah. But even... Even in the brief earlier, telling telling them that not all your rounds are going to be able to penetrate. She's got a bony, bony, bony hide or something, just to get across how bulletproof she is. Um, I would have liked. I suppose it goes back to a game, and you're going to take weapons that are going to try and impact it, like his mail and that, and the machine guns, and not so much a pump-action shotgun. <laughs> I sort of see that Barry having that weapon as that's his protection against the Raptors, not so much the uh, the Indominus. He's got he's got the um, the soldiers around him to do that. He's uh, he's just got that shotgun, and we'll later see that big that big pistol as well as a uh, last resort for his for his Raptors. But that's uh, that's been at ninety five, Dave. 
couple of quick minutes, but we're about to get about to get the Raptors doing what they do best. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll get out of here for the week, and we'll come back next time with uh, minute ninety six. All right, sounds good. <laughs>